0: The Waddle & Sylvie Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo
1: code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears, Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle & Sylvie, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Here we go,
2: yo. Here we
3: go, yo. So what? so what? so what's the scenario? Yeah, here we go for the start of the football season, and we're going to be out tomorrow. Tomorrow at this time, you're going to hear us at Timothy O'Toole's, and we hope you could be a part of it. Timothy O'Toole's, an iconic bar right in the city. I have watched many big games at Timothy O'Toole's. I uh, told the story that in 2015, I watched the Blackhawks win their third cup of this era. There, and I looked at Ben Brust, another one of our teammates from uh, GKB, now working uh, in uh, Milwaukee, and I, we're both Cubs fans, and I said, here's to the Cubs eventually winning a World Series. And we toasted to that after the Hawks won in 2015, and sure enough, a year and a half later, the Cubs did win a World Series. So it's uh, considered a good luck bar, and so we could toast to the Bears winning a Super Bowl there when we're there tomorrow. So join us at Timothy O'Toole's in Streeterville, tomorrow two to six it's all brought to you by Miller Light we'll have a pair of bears tickets to give away the location is 622 North Fairbanks court so uh we'll be there the Nissan Titan Street team will be there we'll have some other great giveaways as well some Miller Light swag and um, good time to be had by all stop by for lunch stop by for some after work uh, ice cold Miller light and say hi to us and just celebrate some the uh, football. football season kicked off. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you're just getting into your car, the Cubs won today 8-2 to against the Giants. They have swept the Giants. They have now won four in a row. The, the Brewers lost two out of three to the Pirates. So the Cubs are a game and a half out from the Brewers. They have closed that gap, and they're only a game behind now the Phillies in the wild-card race for first place in the wild-card race. So they have really done some good catching up here in the last few days. And um, Wicks has won his first three games on the major league level. Um, It's one good story after another here in the second half of the season. Bellinger also hit another home run. He is going to be joining us tomorrow around 4 o'clock, Cubs fans. So, Cody Bellinger, who I don't believe we have talked to this year yet.
0: I don't think so. I heard him last night. They They had him mic'd up. So much so that I think at one point that somebody hit one into the ivy and I was wondering whether or not the interview was something that kind of distracted him.
3: I like a good uh, in-game interview in April or May. I don't <laughs> need my center fielder mic'd up for an interview in September. I don't need it. don't need it. I'll pass on that in the future. I mean, he's talented enough
0: to be able to make a, a, a sparkling catch while talking. Yeah, I don't why, need it. Not why, the yeah. Why challenge him no, on like, that fun. Like,
3: I'm cool with uh, steel doing an interview in the dugout during the game. Marquis gives you really good access. I don't need Bellinger mic'd okay. up during an... A, 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 An important game for the wild card or for the division there. Let's see if Wilbon agrees with us. Michael Wilbon joins us every Wednesday uh, at around 5 o'clock. He's brought to you by Waddles. Guys over at Hawk. HawkAuto.com, Ford,
0: Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, NVW, all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's
3: Wilbon Day, <laughs> Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption <laughs> with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Michael Wilbon joining us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. You want Cody Ballinger mic'd
2: up doing an interview in the middle of a uh, pennant race? Hell no, <laughs> no. I don't want him doing an interview in April or May. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any of that junk. I don't want to hear any of it. I don't want to hear the stuff that just tries to – our bosses have to try to impress people that we have access so they insist on access. We're paying a lot of money for the games, Therefore, we need access. That's not access. It's phony garbage. Just junk. And, you know, I have no time for that. I got no patience for that.
0: But you do have time for a Cubs team that is now 12 games over 500.
2: You know it. You know that. You know I'm in love with that. I'm sorry. One of us wanted to not be a seller, one of us wanted to be a buyer.
0: And two of us Mm
3: -hmm. wanted to absolutely Mm -hmm. sell everything. Everything's on sale. We will take the L on that. No doubt. I, I like I am happy to take the L on that. I've never been so happy to be wrong in my life.
0: By the way, Mike, the general manager, what, what's Jed's title? It's an official title. He is the president, president of, of baseball. baseball. He yeah. said to hey, us He's done well, a hell of a job. He's done he's a done fantastic a hell of a job. job. He has. He told us.
2: He really did. Like, he was on the cusp. I mean, it was... I understand I understand exploring all the options, and I get it. I mean, look, I never said it wasn't a hard decision. I just was hoping that they would go for it. And part of that's a gut feel. I mean, people talk about front office. Hey, look at – I mean, I know it's, it's further away from home, and you guys don't really care about this necessarily at the moment. Look at what the Lakers are doing. I mean, Rob Palenka, who was savage like a year ago, now has put together to me a team that might be the favorite in the Western Conference. I mean, a good, and some of it's feel, some of it's instinctive. Not all of it is something you can quantify. So Jed has done, I mean, what appears to be a terrific job. Now,
0: I would ask you this, Mike, even as you were an advocate of them not selling, could you have ever imagined from that point to here that this team would have gone on the streak that they did and would be 12 games over 500?
2: Yeah, I, yeah. Oh come I mean, on! I said that to you guys. I mean that that wasn't hard. You 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 got to project. I couldn't wait. A minute, wait. Look, you know I'm the first one to say if I'm wrong. I got no problem saying I didn't get that right. And so I, yeah, I thought that they. As a matter of fact, I thought I told I told Don. I said I think they can finish because he listened to the segment when I was on. You guys, I said I think they can finish twenty games over five hundred. Now that might have been a little ambitious. And I tell you what. If they hadn't dumped those two games in the ninth inning the other night, look where they'd be even, you know, look where they'd be. Um, Not that you think, you can't win every game and they play so well. I don't want to be hypercritical and stupid. But, yeah, I thought they could be 18 to 20 games over 500 at the end of the year, the way they were going, winning two out of three. The math alone said that's what you can do. The question I think I said to you guys two weeks ago is, can you continue to win two out of three? That's hard. That's hard. It's a hard pace to keep up three whole we, months.
3: We, we were trying to to think about this. What Because there have been many surprises, whether it is Nick Madrigal being able to play a good third base and coming up with clutch hits. Jan Gomes being really great behind the plate, making you yep. easily forget about Contreras. Um, whether it is uh, Tauchman in center field being great this year. Whether it is... Um, uh, guys coming up in, and the starting staff and Javier Assad doing what he's doing. Now Jordan Wicks coming up. Uh Ozale uh, being a lockdown closer uh back there. What has been the biggest surprise out of all the stories in your book that you think is the biggest surprise on the pleasant side for you?
2: Feel I mean, you look, up, look at what Steele did and never had – I know that he was touted. Steele never had the kind of success that said to you he can go 16-3 and three and be Cy Young. This is a Rick Sutcliffe, um, you know, he didn't get traded in, obviously. But uh, this is <laughs> – he's Cy Young as far as I'm concerned. I know there are others out there. My man on San Diego is, is, is probably – I mean, he's going to get lots of votes. But Steele, I, I I would say Steel, when you you if you're gonna win you have to you almost have to have, and Cody Bellinger, you know you can't say it's a total surprise because he's been a, he's been a MVP, but still, sixteen and three what is he two five six something like that? When you have an an ace on a staff, you have to have. It's like when Jake Arrieta had those two seasons. What did the Cubs do? They got to the NLCS and beyond both times. That's what you you have to have. That's not optional. So that's been the most important of all of those things, and all those things you say are right on the money. The, even the even the way the the hitting contributions, everybody's it's diverse. Everybody comes at it in a, a contributing in a different way. So, but I'm I'm going with steel. Is this one of the
0: more fun seasons? I mean, obviously, this is more fun than what you've seen in recent years because they've been rebuilding. But and again, it's not going to match a world championship. But this is a likable team, well, maybe that has well, like maybe yes. But right now, they haven't won a world championship.
2: This team no, has. right? But that's but, what makes the season the the the, the unexpectedness. Uh, look, right. fifteen. I know we wound up losing, getting swept by the Mets, two thousand fifteen is all i mean it's just a tick under 16 for me because they didn't come out of nowhere necessarily there were people touting them to at least make the playoffs but the way they played and beating the cardinals and you know how they got in and becoming strong late i you know and and then and then building towards something so yeah 16 and then 15 um and and I'm not going to say I was disappointed with 17, even though I was so disappointed. But I think they kind of maxed out. Um, yeah, this is great. This is great to every night be able to turn on and 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 figure you know you're going to get a team's best effort. And by the way, let's not let's not overlook the manager having the right touch and the right tone. That's so important um, because all these things hang in the balance. And so you've got some really sensitive contributions that often go overlooked that shouldn't and how to handle a staff, how to handle a bullpen, how to handle a lineup, how to, you know, when do you back off and say, you know what, I'm gonna let that go. I mean, Rossi has, he, he, he look, he played on a championship team. He played on both those teams are talking about. So I'm, I'm really not surprised at all, but just grateful at at his work and the way he's handled the team. I always say this to Waddle, uh, Wilbon, because like he he's still
3: more of a former pro and, and doesn't get into and this is what I try to tell him about the, the Reds, but you know, he fans the way he wants to fan. There is nothing like a season where they come up where it's new and it's fresh and that yep, first yep, year yep, yep. where there's no pressure there's no expectations yep. like when 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 you start knowing a team and there's pressure and then there are bad habits and then you expect stuff uh, like it's just it's not the new and the fresh the
2: 2015 you know, season indifferent. Yeah, indifferent. Yes. it's different it's different like you know Tommy Everything's this may a honeymoon hit with you now. a little bit yeah, but the '84 Bears, the '84 Bears are like my second favorite Bears team of all time. Not the '85, the '84. The, second favorite. <laughs> the '85 yeah. Bears are my favorite, right? But the '84 Bears and the way they took out Washington, which had been the defending NFC titleist, the way they took them out in the playoffs, and yeah, they lost to the Niners, the eventual champs, and. Joe Montana and Ronnie Lott and all those Hall of Famers, but that team, that team was like, oh my God! I think that I think the '84 team is the team that beat the Cowboys forty-four nothing. Or Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, that
3: was '85. That was '85. It was '85. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. but they
2: had some great wins in '84, some great overpowering wins, and then the not just the nucleus of, of that team. That team was the '85 team. I, and, and, and so it was like a two for one. And, Wilbon, I I, I remember
3: saying it. I remember like it was yesterday. I was sitting in the exact seat. I think it was in the 21 season, in the first half of the season. I said to Sox fans, as they were winning and winning big in the first half of 21, I said, Sox fans, enjoy this now. Because you will never have them, at this point, more likable. Because when there's more pressure that will creep in... Um, you you're going you to learn the about their bar- right. Like you will never like Aloy more. You will never like Tim Anderson more. You will never like Robert right. more. You will never like Lance Lynn more. And little did I know how quickly it will go bad. Like that, I never knew that it would go like this bad this quickly. But it's just like I knew with the Cubs team, the more pressure and the more that you have the target on your back, yeah. Like it yeah. goes bad quickly. But in, uh, uh, who knew that two short years later, that this would be a thirty-three under
2: five hundred team? They're 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 the most disappointing team in baseball since twenty-one. Maybe sports. There's no it, maybe. There's some, there's some big ones now. There, there, there's, some, there's some other disappointing teams out there. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, there are people in Los Angeles who would tell you the Clippers have been, given who they have on that roster. So, I, you know, I don't know that the White Sox are above everybody in all of sport, but in baseball, I would think you can make a pretty good case um, that they – and in the meantime, how about – I mean, the fact that the White Sox were where they were in the playoffs in 21, and the Cubs are bottoming out, which they're supposed to do – and they do sell, um, and then they bounce back and get back into some contention. I certainly – I mean, statistically, we know that they right now are like the fifth-best team in the National League. but They could be – got to put the Braves and the Dodgers have to go. But I'm not so sure I wouldn't take the Cubs. I feel good about the Cubs in the series with the Phillies. I, I, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with them in the series with the Brewers, and I understand those two teams are probably better right now. They're, they're, they're more evolved. But that's part of the glory that you're talking about, Sylvie, is that those teams can surprise you as they improve a little faster, they evolve a little faster than you thought, and that brings joy. How do you feel about the
0: 2023 Bears against the 2023 Packers on the lakefront on Sunday?
2: Um, I got the, Look, I, I got the Bears winning the division. So that doesn't mean they have to win this game. It's not a must-win.
0: Will they that. go undefeated this year? Uh no. Okay. You said um, that you have them but, winning
2: the division? Yeah. The Bears? I'm supposed to I'm I'm sorry. I'm a lot older than you guys. I'm all, I'm old as almost you really. put together. Not a lot. Not do you? A lot older. Do you realize how many years I've heard the Lions are restore the roar, the Lions have Barry Sanders, they're going to be they're going to be what? Do you realize how many they're years I've lived with them? They're
0: going to be six and ten. That's what they're
2: not this I, year, but yeah. back
0: then, yeah, when they no, were no,
2: but they're, but they're right, they, and they wound up being six and ten. And I, you know, it's going to be hard for me. Now. Like I, as a child of the Midwest, I, I root for the Lions and the Packers, uh, Lions and the and the Vikings at times when they, when the Bears aren't involved. It's, it's sort of like. You know Cheryl, who grew, my wife, who grew up in D.C. and went to school in the ACC, and she went to Virginia, so she hates Carolina. And she you know went to Duke Law School, so she hates Carolina. They don't they don't play nice. And she says, why does the Big Ten network work? I'm like, because we're not you people, because we're not the ACC. We're not hateful of rivals once they're not playing against us. And I treat all of my life is like that. I don't root against. The Lions and the Vikings as a matter of course, but this year I don't know. I may be forced to the hype train. The two teams I'm, I think I'm going to root against the hardest, at least for a while, are Detroit and, and the Jets. Because I know I'm not buying either one of them. Neither.
0: You're not buying the Jets. I mean, that's an excellent no. defense. They've they've got. A tremendous group of running backs. They've got one of the best young receivers in the league. They've got a rejuvenated, I think at least motivation-wise, quarterback. They do have some questions on their offensive line, but I think the Jets are a pretty
2: damn good team. I'll put the Jets right now, and I'm hoping this. Everything you said, Tommy, is true. I'll put them in the category of, look, a half dozen, speaking of the White Sox, a half dozen teams in the NFL underperformed to the point where it gets people fired every year. Not some years, every year. And then a half dozen teams, or at least three to four teams, surprised the hell out of me. Obviously, I'm going with the Bears to be one of those teams. And by the way, I don't have the Bears having a spectacular year. It's a division that could be quirky and can be had. And I have the Bears having like a 10-7 season and, and, and winning the division, making the playoffs. But I'm not buying the Jets, and I'm not buying the, the Lions. Fool me once. Hell, fool me my whole life. The Jets are supposed to be great any number of times. They haven't been great in 60 years. So how many times have the Jets supposedly had all these ingredients that were going to make them, you know, beat New England or beat Buffalo, and they don't do anything? Well, they're jets, definitely. They're de- lions.
0: They're definitely in a very. The, the, the AFC East is significantly more difficult than the NFC. Yeah, North, for yeah, sure. But when are yes. they had an
3: all-time great quarterback? Well, yeah, I'm with. I'm
0: saying their their to you the know, top of the division will be harder than the Lions would be
3: in our division. Forty years old. I know, but we've seen it before when a
2: forty-year-old is I, rejuvenated. I, I'm you okay. You guys can go with that. I, I'm, I'm. 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 I'm saying right here, right now. I'm skeptical about the Jets, and I am just not believing at all on the Lions. And the Lions is much more based on my own history of following the team and the division and the rivals. Again, I mean, they've had one playoff win since what?
0: Let me ask you this this question about that, Mike, because I think that in the world of sports, sometimes we do predict the future based on the past, but... If it's right. recent past, I get it. If it's twenty five right. years ago, these guys have no idea who was playing on the Lions in twenty five
2: years ago. It doesn't matter. I don't. That that to me, that's a to me, Tommy. I'm not saying this because, with all due respect, to me, that's an analysis which I have found to be completely fraudulent. Because the, I follow the Cubs for God's sake. Because when you walk out of your door to go to the dry cleaners or go to a PTA meeting or go meet your schools, your your kids' uh, teachers. You still hear it. It doesn't matter if you know who the players were and what position they played. That's unimportant. What's important is that failure shrouds. It casts a pall on the whole metropolitan area, on the whole metropolis. It does. And so I've always rejected that. And when the Cubs players said, oh, we, we don't really know that Ernie Banks and Billy Williams won BS. Two, you don't have to. You live in a community where you cannot escape. Not even in the era of people walking around with AirPods and headphones, you cannot escape the discussion saying they haven't won in 108 years. So I don't I don't buy that. I never believe it. Yes, history has some you're going to tell me that the Lions history, the full Comprehensive history, Mike. Do you Has know what the lions? To
0: do? The the lions' issue wasn't their previous history and their lack of winning games. It was they were run poorly as an organization. They couldn't. But that is part of.
2: The, that is the top of the pyramid of their history, Tommy. That is the history. They but, suck because the people calling the shots aren't any good.
0: Well, That's the history. I would argue then. Then how can you take the leap to ten and seven with our Bears? When our team has won how many road playoff games? I was on the team the last time this organization won a a, a, a playoff game on the road in 1994. I didn't we, say they were going to win a road have, playoff game. I said okay, they were going to win the division. I know, but my point is, is like our history is filled with
2: with yes. a lack of consistent winning as well. Yes, and I don't have I don't have the I didn't say the Bears are going to win in the playoffs. They've won divisions with this history. They have won divisions with this management. And I don't mean Poles and and Iberflus, but they've won. They've won. They've been in the playoffs. They've been in big playoffs. Got to an NFC Championship game. I was there. So that is not the Lions' history because the Lions haven't been to an NFC Championship game anytime recently. So no, I'm rejecting that out of hand. Yeah,
0: I'm the not Lions specifically history, just saying of the about the Lions. It I, huh? I, mean, I, I said I'm not just specifically talking about the Lions. I'm talking in general in sports. I think it's very. There's guys on the New York Jets team that have no idea what happened 25 years ago. They, and, and they, when they don't have any idea until the
2: season starts.
0: I know, Mike. But and then when they, they find go to out. when they go to practice, though, they're not worrying about the lack of success that the team suffered I get through that. 25 I get years. That. Players
2: ago. love players love resorting to that, but that that's ignoring what I'm saying. Those same players live in a community where the failure is noted and they can't escape it. There's no way those players who go to that practice, they don't have to know that Matt Snell was the running back like I do. They don't have to know that. But they do know that failure has shrouded that franchise. Aaron Rodgers referred to it when he says the trophy from 68 is lonely. He's acknowledging that failure. Don't tell me those players don't know that's a Failed franchise. Of course they do. Don't tell me Rizzo and Baez and Bryant and Arietta didn't know that. Of course they knew. It didn't keep That's them what from winning so hard. It didn't keep them from winning. I tell you what. I think one of the reasons that they only won once and only got close really once. I've, I've said this to you guys. I think what the Cubs did in sixteen was so hard they could not do it again. It was so damn difficult. The 16 Cubs did the impossible, and that's it. That's all they had in them. God bless them. Except all I, their look, energy. Look at what has happened to those guys individually. Rizzo's the only one that even matters as a ball player now. No, no, Schwarber. I mean, Schwarber, it's 40 Schwarber, home runs oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Schwarber, Schwarber, for sure. Schwarber, for sure. Two guys two guys also team went to the nlcs three right. out
0: of four years i mean it wasn't they
2: did, but they did the impossible i give them all the credit they so should never I. pay for a meal in chicago all right to but be continued you know to be continued it's the hardest thing you can do and, and and that was it that's it they're done all, all right. those guys are done god bless them i love them are you going to come and see me at soldier field
3: on sunday
2: do I need a special, like,
3: Sylvie said it's yes. okay pass?
2: Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We're
3: at the Dr. Pepper stage uh, right inside Gate Zero. I call Gate Zero.
2: Wait, Gate Zero is down where the media can come in, right?
3: No, it, 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 it's where everyone comes in. Yeah. It's, it's G- Gate O, like in the South that's Parking the, Lot. That's in
2: the South End Zone, in
3: the South Parking yes, Lot. You yes, yes. If,
2: if they'll let me in. Look, I'm coming what do you as mean, a this fan. Is
3: your, this is your, I know. This is the right. I'm a fan. Right? No, this is where for uh, all the fans. This is where you could come watch the, the pregame. We'll put right. you on
2: stage. We'll put Matthew on stage. I don't want to be on stage. Matthew may want to be on. I'm going to come, Sylvie. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about the day. This is your stadium. I can walk to Soldier Field. This is, I don't have to get in nine hours of traffic to go to some suburb 162 miles away. And so I'm excited about seeing the game on the lakefront. Right. I don't want to hear the that you're late. Chicago
3: lakefront. I don't want to hear that you're late because traffic was too too tough, or that the your driver <laughs> I'm got gonna lost walk. or something. Okay, Sylvie, I'm gonna walk. All right, we'll see. I want to see. I'm you gonna there. walk to Soldier Field. What Steel. time will you show up for the game?
2: Okay. What time is your show? It starts at 1:30. so That's right. It's a three o'clock game. So one thirty. You know what? I'll get there at one thirty. Okay, there you go. I want to. I want to hang out. I want to have a dog. I want to. I want to look at the lake, which I can't see from Arlington. Well, I can only see it with a telescope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, will have a couple hot dogs for you. I'll send you a picture on. And by on the way, the phone of, I'll of say this
2: as we leave because this is great. Because you guys don't have any time to follow up. Just don't ask me where I'm sitting. All right. So it's been good talking with you guys. Oh, he's sitting. He's definitely good sitting with, with
0: Kevin Warren.
2: Good. I, oh, good talking yeah. with you guys though. Yeah. It's been great. Right. Wow. It's been fun.
0: Why do you think oh. he's coming to seven? Oh, it's been
3: I fun. Yeah. Wow. With been the been president, good. the Bears president. I didn't
2: say that. I didn't no. say that. Oh. Didn't,
0: you know who's going to be sitting right next to him? Don. And it's po- going to go <laughs> Don,
2: Mike, Kevin, and maybe. President I don't know. I don't that even, I don't even know if, as Don's as well. if Don's in town. Oh, you know Don's in town. Come on. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I'm, it's a doubleheader weekend. I, I'm gonna be. Look, I'm going to Evanston on Saturday. God help me. Yeah, good luck. Um, and Matthew, who's been has been happy to go to games all his life, just says, "Dad, do we have to do that?" Yes, you little twerp. I'll kick you out of the house. Call <laughs> your son a twerp. We're going to Evanston Saturday. He's getting bigger than me now. I got to be careful. Yeah, you do. And um, and then uh, and then I'm really happy to. I'm serious. I'm happy to go to the Lakefront Sunday. All I right. will. We will see you there, Philby.
3: Waddle's not showing. Is that no, true? Not. No, he's I going get... to the alumni dinner the night before.
2: Yeah, he's not going to get so drunk that he can't come to the game on Saturday. On I Sunday, could. I could maybe. You should go. I would on. come. P- I would listen. I'll come pick you up, considering no, you're going to you take won't. an hour and a half There's to There's no get the way. Stadium. There's
0: no way you're coming up to the suburbs to pick me up and take me to the game. I know that's that's total BS. You wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would do that. I live in Arlington <laughs> Heights.
3: Come get me.
2: <laughs> no, you don't.
3: Well played. All right, we'll you see you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right, sounds good. There's well Bond. Every Wednesday. That got contentious between it, over the but, Jets and the Whites. But, but it's not
0: even the Jets. It's like I I, you can't
3: connect the dots with I, a 50-year yeah, difference yeah, yeah. between teams. All right. Uh, well, Mellor's got some uh, fantasy advice. If you want to weigh in, talk some Bears Packers or about whatever the hell they were debating, Three one two three three two three seven seven six. 3776
0: Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at Points Betts Sportsbooks. Find a location near you at hawthornbettingbars.com. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler to get help.
1: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. All
3: right, don't forget, Timothy O'Toole's tomorrow in Streeterville. We'll be there. We're going to have a blast downtown, 622 North Fairbanks Court. Iconic bar. We've got Bears tickets to give away to a future Bears game, courtesy of Miller Lite. Again, that's Timothy O'Toole's tomorrow, 2-6 to 6 in Streeterville. Meller, you have uh, some fantasy tips as we are set to kick Just the off tips. The NFL season. Most drafts, I'm
0: sure, are in the books. Is this called the waiver wire or uh, Jeff Meller? just the tips?
4: <laughs> Which, well, I don't know. you want it's... to rename it, while Is that how you want I'm to I'm just here? asking it what you prefer. We're not looking at the waiver wire yet, are we? i like to go a little deeper than just the tip, uh, okay. personally, Waddle. All right, so that's just you, me. Man. Oh, of
3: course.
0: Oh, don't act like a prude. You are yeah, the number one know, participant right? in the nonsense that goes on on this show. Exactly.
4: How, how deep do oh, yeah, you want to dive into guys. the diarrhea plane story? And just do, a little.
3: Yeah. Don't fall off that high horse. It's quite a tumble. That, that's that look. That's uh that's a news item. <laughs> and there was everyone's talking about it. Water cooler talk.
4: Yes. <laughs> what do you what do you got? I don't know. What do you want? Um, <laughs> fantasy. I, so don't no, start Cooper Cup. Good call, Sylvie. Uh, for don't those you have who to miss. get out of
0: here in a couple of minutes yes. for some high powered
4: draft. Yes, all the uh, the real important leagues. The draft,
0: real fantasy players. on Wednesday night.
4: Hopefully everyone's drafting tonight. But no, but Sylvie, as you mentioned, Cooper Cup is officially been ruled out by Sean McVay today. He might go to injured reserve. Thanks. I think the only actionable piece there is if Van Jefferson is available in your league, you might want to uh, scoop him up, add him to your roster if you have the room. Don't go getting crazy and cut anybody significant, but if you have a roster spot that you don't mind dropping someone on, I think he's worth adding because we think our, I think Cups probably going to miss the, the first 4 weeks. I think the injured reserve is inevitable here at this point. So you want to grab the guy who could potentially step into Cup's role and see the most targets. I don't. He's not going to be Cooper Cup, but for fantasy purposes, he might be a solid third receiver.
3: Anything else that you're looking for, or that you're uh, handing out?
4: So I would say if you're looking for a running back because you were unhappy with the way your draft turned out, somebody who might be available in not in like ten or twelve team leagues, Kenneth Gainwell. There's a chance he might be available on your waiver wire and he has an opportunity to potentially be the lead back in Philly. It's not going to be great, but it's one of those things where you kind of want to get ahead of it before we see the game on Sunday for them. Because if he is the guy who gets the most touches in their backfield, he'll be the first guy people want to pick up on the waiver wire next week. So if you can get ahead of it, go ahead. I would say uh, if you're in a very deep league, like we're talking 12 teams plus Sean Tucker, Sean Tucker, who is right now listed as the second running back on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers depth chart. He was not drafted, but that was because of a medical condition, a heart condition he had. He really looked good in preseason, and the fact that he is listed as second on their depth chart, I think, is something... Where I won't be surprised at all if by the end of the year he's their best running back,
0: Syracuse be- stud.
4: Oh, look at that, all American. A- Will you have any Bears on your uh, fantasy football team I, this you year? You know what, Sylvie uh, was happy when I took G- DJ Moore in our draft the other day. I, we, I was I was right about to draft him. So and were I- you?
3: Uh, so he's being facetious cause yes. you, no, he, usually like like it, it's like. He snatched him up. I know usually what Meller is thinking. Meller still is always, because he's a better fantasy player than me, a step ahead of me. And I know usually I could, like I've been in so many leagues that I know what Meller is usually thinking. I knew he was going to draft Alvin Kamara. And I was set to draft Alvin Kamara. For a bit. Like even though he's suspended, a lot of people steer away from a guy who's suspended for four weeks. I know Miller will usually put him up higher than most people have him because he'll still—it's a longer season—and he'll come back. And it's usually, you know, listen, I don't worth even need the, the reward.
0: That's so how the- Miller taunts us. He just drafts people that are suspended for the first games of the season, knowing that he's going to give us a lead
4: and then catch us all. There you go. I got to close. Look at this. Sylvie knows. You do. You know me very well, I know how you, I know, and I've learned from you. I've learned. You've been on the show. Mellor's very
3: good at, 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 like, all this. Like, uh, I look up to Mellor with his fantasy knowledge, and I've learned from him. He's still, though, as much as I know, a step ahead of me. And I'm always like, I knew I should have done it last round. I I, I, I thought I was going to be around ahead of him, and he still proves to me that I'm still around behind him. And I hate it.
4: Hate it. He I hate slithers I, through I overcompens- the fantasy football grass like a snake. I yeah. overcompensate because I know that Sylvie's in my Thinking. head. It's like, yeah, it's one of those uh, those push and pulls. Well, like, you know what? Maybe put
0: your finest Sunday uh, shirt and pants and dress shoes I on. I don't dress well and, enough. And go to, you know, a special, I don't know, fantasy convention. And maybe you'll up your game
3: and then you can compete with him more readily. I think this is my swan song for fantasy. This is, I, th- I have uh, declared that this is my uh, Miguel Cabrera year. Really? Yeah. Oh, let's get I, Sylvie. Yeah. The,
0: I've announced a my retirement chair. tour too. Yeah, I, I did yeah. that earlier. I, I'm done yeah. after this yeah, year. Yeah, for
3: my kids, like forever? Yeah. You're too young, Aki. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> like, I, I'm living, like, my kids love it, and I love that they love it. And, uh, like, I've I helped them, or, like, they pick my brain, and I love that they love it. But for me to run a fantasy football team, I'm kind of over it. I don't know, like, the gambling, like, for, for a lot of people, I'm more into the weekly stuff, into gambling and making
4: prop plays that way. But- hey, man, I get it. There's like, certainly legalized gambling has kind of changed the outlook for some people. But I still do love the camaraderie of, you know, this is actually why it's the, this. If you have a lot of good friends and you had, you know, some time relationships for some people, draft day is like the only day where you can actually get together the, with those people. So that's why I always say if you can, and I know this is why for most people late, up? But if you can draft in person and wear your Sunday best, go for it.
3: it makes where, draft where are you day guys better.
4: drafting today? Oh, nice little place. Is it another Boca draft? Yes. How many Boca drafts are you in? This is the third and final Boca draft that I'm in. Actually, though, I don't know if this is Kevin and Rob are in this league. This is, I don't know if this has a Boca affiliation, though.
0: Is this like an NBA like walk through the tunnel deal is that why you're all dressed up? but yeah. they're going to be? Is this like the red carpet you walk down and that's why yeah, you're all dressed up for these number things? number eight,
4: the manager, it's Jeff Meller. Yeah, no, there will be no introductions. We just we are introduced as a team together. We all, all come out together.
0: Kind of entry fee,
3: hmm? I, entry fee? <laughs> I was saying that earlier. What kind of entry fees, is
4: it, yeah. What, what what
3: what kind of? Entry fee? Oh, we play for the love of the game, Wads. Yeah, I bet you do. And how plus eight hundred dollars. How do you afford all those expensive oh, clothes? Yeah. Like you get dressed with your fantasy football winnings. By the way, how am I paying you? Am I paying? Are you Zelle or are you uh, Venmo?
4: What are you? I prefer Venmo, but okay. we can do Zelle too. Lira. <laughs> actually, I'm in a league that actually swear to God. Um, it, this year is kind of weird, but uh, in Bitcoin. the past, yes, crypto. Yeah, crypto. Just give me your password. Bunch of. Just uh, let me know what your username is. A, a bunch. No, they're a bunch of professional gamblers in Vegas, so they don't like to use real. They want crypto. Entry fee, which is weird. All right, is that your last uh, tip? I mean, yeah. You got any questions? Anything I can uh, help you guys out with before the no, season? No, no, a week ago. This obviously whatever. not. We got a we got a room full of quitters. Well, listen, hey, you know what we did on Friday's Waddle and Sylvie show? We did a whole segment of fantasy football prep work. But you guys turned your three day work week into a four day uh, right. weekend. So yeah. you would have, if you would have been here, you would have heard it.
3: That's true. But you, you i, I going to ask off.
4: your questions tomorrow, but you won't be here. Oh, can I not? Uh, Thursday's my day oh, off. Can, can we I not? not can, Will, can we not take a Friday off before By Labor
3: way, Day? And we have to. We have to make rules on our all wins uh, pool about like tiebreakers and stuff this year. Like, what are we doing, Tyler? You got to like in the text chain tonight. You got to make some rules about tiebreakers. This was Miller's baby last year. Well, remember there was there was controversy, there was controversy at the because we had yeah there was the the Bengals Bills game yeah. yeah and then like right. assumed stuff. Meller's Weekly Waiver Wire is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. There'll be more information as the season starts Sing up. Sing the jig. I heard
4: you singing it in the commercial. Tullamore, right? Tullamore, Tullamore Dew. So catchy. It, it's very
3: catchy. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, we'll take more of your phone calls coming up. And again, don't forget, we're going to be out tomorrow. Uh, so join us as we are downtown. At Timothy O'Toole's in Streeterville, 622 North Fairbanks Court. Is this true? I want to ask you something if this is true about a former star quarterback in the NFL. And if you're buying it, Waddle, I will uh, share it with you coming up next.
0: Here's your chance to huddle with Chicago football icons. Enter for a chance to win the ultimate day on the water for you and a friend. A boat gating party with Discover Boating and Chicago football greats Matt Forte, Jerry Azuma, and Israel Adonajay before the season opener on September 10th. Visit discoverboating.com slash boat gating for more details.
1: Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
3: All right, I saw this uh, from Seth Wickersham yesterday. This portion of Waddle and Sylvie, by the way, Brought to you by Steinhoffels. I can't wait to crosstalk again with Black and Abdallah, but uh, we have Sox Baseball coming up, so we'll have to wait on that for a little bit. Steinhoffels brings you crosstalk at this portion of the show uh, each and every day. Steinhoffels, the newest store just opened in Harwood Heights. I shop at the one in Vernon Hills. Check out Steinhoffels in the Chicagoland area. They are absolutely awesome. Did you see what uh, Seth Wickersham uh, was writing about with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Yeah, that he said to stop effing kissing babies. Yes, he said, "Will you effing stop kissing all the babies?" Payton said, "You're not running for public office." Do you believe that's what he what he said? I can I can I can see that. Yeah, that that he's too worried about his brand that that's what Sean Payton is inferring. Yeah, and that he wants Russell Wilson to just worry about being a good teammate, a good quarterback and running the offense and not worrying yes. about his brand.
0: And I believe that Sean Payton will give him time. I also believe that Sean Payton, at some point, if it's not going the way he wants it to go, that Sean Payton will pull the plug and go
3: elsewhere. Yeah, because those are two kind of conflicting statements you just made. He will give him time, but will pull the plug. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying after two or three games,
0: but I'm saying there will come a point in time in the season that if, if if Russell Wilson isn't performing to the level that Sean Payton wants him to perform, I don't think he's your, he's your starter for oh, seventeen. Yeah, years. a lot
3: of people have thought that. Like that that he didn't pick him. Yeah, right. Even though they're paying him a ton of money. Absolutely. All right. Uh, thank you uh, to Wilbon today. Uh, also uh, joining us, uh, Taush Mark Tauscher. Yeah, Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer. And uh, we had one more person today. Who did we have? But we've got White Sox baseball coming up next. So thank you very much. Have a great night.